I think what you're going to see moving forward is truly AI beginning to understand me as a human being more and more and starting to make connections for me. And you can use that neural network. It's a recurrent neural network. And what will happen is we're allowing people as they create these skills is live. It continues to run through that and it figures out new things that people are asking and it automatically updates and increases the accuracy. So when you create it, there may have been questions that you never even thought people would ask and they're doing. And so the AI can help you with that. Today on the Sound and Marketing Podcast, I concluded my talk with Amazon Alexa's Chief Evangelist, Dave Isbitsky. We covered a lot of ground exploring lots of different nuances of smart speaker capabilities, both for personal and business use. Voice is just going to get bigger and explode even more. So there's, there's no doubt in my mind about that. So what would be a convincing, other than all the stuff we've been talking about, what would be a convincing factor for a company that's kind of on the fence about, well, I've got good business over here. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stick with that. Why would they want to develop for voice? I can actually speak to this because that's where I've, it's been a large focus um, for me. And I would say over the past 24 months, regardless of the brand size, I could, I could kind of break this down into two categories for you. One of them is they're going to do an awareness approach. So there's a, you know, a CMO or marketing person and they've got a budget for a campaign. Maybe it's a new movie. Uh, maybe it's a new product offering. So they've got campaigns for social and influencer marketing, ad spends, and they're going to take part of that budget and they want an Alexa skill. Uh, and what's great at this point in time in 2020, we have an entire, uh, you know, certified Alexa agencies. So, I mean, that was really difficult for me. <laughs> it was like going around in 2015 being like, hey, can you do this? And they're like, yeah, Dave, but like, you know how this works, right? Like, we don't have developers. We work with an agency who creates this for us. Now it's like, there's all these agencies who have so much experience with this. Go to developer.amazon.com skills and you'll find agencies up there. There's, there's so many of them, hundreds of them, uh, who are creating some these, these amazing uh, experiences. And so what's great about that is I look at that as awareness. So it may not be new customer acquisition. It may not even be existing customer engagement, but you're, cre you're, you're creating awareness through a channel that you wouldn't have had before, right? The second piece of that, and, and this is what I tell developers too, is that if you're a brand, you absolutely know a large portion of what your customer base is doing today. So for example, you know, uh, people only do this thing on your website. People only call you for this. 90% of customers do these, one of these three things every 48 hours in your mobile app, right? And maybe you do A-B testing. So you kind of get an idea of where customers are engaging with you as a brand today through existing technologies. And so you have to take that and say, how do I make that voice enabled? Uh, so let me give you an example. Maybe you find that you're a hospitality chain and a certain amount, because I don't want to name any brands, but I'll just, uh, I'll just speak in, in generalities. So maybe you find that a lot of the calls or a lot of the app usage within 48 hours of a planned stay are a confirmation. So wouldn't it be great to have a skill that you just say, hello, name of house, you know, name of hotel chain. I just want to confirm my stay for tomorrow. And that's it. And you could do that from anywhere. It could be a smart speaker. It could even be in my car on the way to the airport. And we have this thing called account linking. So what I can do is take my existing customer and the first time they enable the skill, I have the ability to log in with my account. So moving forward, every conversation I have, I'm that customer. 
And so it can go across um, mobile, it can go across everything. I'm just having a conversation. Another example might be, um, I always order like, like a couple t-shirts for summer, my, my summer attires like that, right? But what would be great, I don't wanna do text messaging, I don't wanna check my email, I just wanna say, hey, how many days until I get my order? Right, like that's a real simple thing I could do anywhere. And that, it's, it's what I'm seeing is it's, like, it's much like uh, in the early mobile days where people chose a bank based on that bank offering mobile banking. So the ability to transfer money between accounts and deposit and all of that, if my other bank didn't have it, that was a huge um, disservice. And I wouldn't, I would pick another bank over that, right? So having the ability to start adding that uh, for existing customers is huge. So you increase existing customer engagement, which is what brands are always looking for anyway. How do I get more people to engage with my offerings, right? And then you have new customer acquisition. And so this is where I talk to developers uh, who are trying to create something for voice, which by the way, is the same thing for mobile. Is that look, it's not just the tech. Like I'm a geek too. I love writing this stuff. But if you're really serious about getting customer engagement and acquisition, then you have to look at this as a business. What is your customer? What is your brand represent? What is your offering? Figure all of that out first. It doesn't even have to start with voice, but voice is another lever in all of that that you can pull and it allows you to go across all of these things. Like I could even do, depending on where your personality is, like me, I can live in cognitive dissonance. I don't need a lot of information. Uh, I don't need stuff to be very verbose, but other people, you know, it's like, send me an email. So you can have a skill. Like I ask, hey, uh, I just want to confirm my hotel uh, stay tomorrow. And if they said, yeah, it's all set, that's enough for me. But other people might have been say something like this to the skill. Could you email me that or email me a confirmation? And because of account linking, I get an email, right? I mean, how cool is that? And you didn't have to talk to anybody, right? I hate calling up and bothering somebody. I'd rather just be able to do it in my voice. So that's where I'm really seeing success is it's either creating awareness through a marketing scale campaign. And those engagements can be fun too. Those can be games. Uh, they can be kids' games. There's been all sorts of things like where you could talk to characters from major shows that we've had over the years and stuff. Um, and then there's engagement across multiple modalities with existing business offerings. So that increases customer engagement because I don't have to use your silly mobile app or go to your website. I can just talk to you too, which is great. I mean, I uh, anecdotally for me, that's Domino's Pizza. It's always two thin crusts, one plain, one pepperoni. And they have a, what's everybody calling this now? I can't even think of it. It's a, oh, contactless. So it's contactless delivery. So the person comes and I kind of wave right through the door. Uh, but that's, I literally, I order more because I can just on Friday night when my girls were all having pizza night, I, they're like, dad, did you order? I'm like, oh yeah, just talk and done, right? And my credit card's already linked to that account. So now that is a point of sale. So your voice becomes a way to do a point of sale um, because everything's linked and it's automatic and, and seamless. To a comment that you made before, I was thinking of a, an example in my perspective of why this would be so important to a brand. Generally, this happens for music because I'm a musician. But like if I'm in the car and I'm listening to the radio and I hear a new song, I'm like, oh my gosh, what is that? But I'm like about about to get out of the car or about to do something else, you know, and then I'm like, oh, okay, remember this line or something like that, you know, like, oh, remember this, because I can't get to my computer to like Google it or anything like that. If there was, um, well, there is now, but 
having the ability to just verbalize and say, what's this song? Like, I remember Kazam was awesome. I was like, oh my gosh, this is like the winner for me. To be able to on the spot when you're thinking of the brand, go, oh, uh, how do I order this? Or how do I get this? Or put this on, you know, a, a list or a, um, save this for later. That's a huge, huge ability. And I think that it could definitely increase sales because we may be stay at home right now, but we're going to have a new norm eventually. And people will go back out and scatter. And we've become so busy. This will probably calm us. This situation probably calms a lot of us down. But we're very go, 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 at least in the U.S. And it just makes sense that if you're on the go, you've got a million things going on. I have a three and a five-year-old. I'm always busy. I'm never sitting down unless oh, my yeah. husband is watching the kids, which he's doing right <laughs> now. But um it just makes sense to have this multimodal opportunity. And and I've said this before too, is voice is not a, um, uh, it, it's not to get rid of anything. It's an enhancement. So why not enhance your brand? It just makes sense to me. I always look at it as like meeting your customer in the moment. So like think about my Echo Buds. And so I do lists so I can say, you know, play top hits or any kind of specific category. And if it's a song, you can do this with Amazon Music. So I can say, what song is that? And it'll tell me. Uh, if it's an artist, I can ask about it. Um, then I can say, you know what? Uh, create a new playlist. Call this one Dave's Sunny Days. So you, with your voice, you can create a playlist on the fly and then start adding all these songs that you're hearing while you're in that mood to that playlist. And then that'll be available in Amazon Music. And you know, beyond just different types of Q&A like that, uh, what our music group, I did a podcast. If anybody is interested on this, you'll see I, I talked uh, to, to uh, someone from the Amazon music group. In that, what's super interesting is you start to get into, because uh, this is the way we think as human beings, right? Like maybe a song clicks a memory. And so you start saying things like, play top hits from 1989, right? So you, all of a sudden you're going in and then you hear a certain song and then it's an artist. Well, now you can do things like, um, you know what, play all live versions of, or play the acoustic version of, because maybe you heard that in, I grew up at the Jersey Shore. So for me, it was like hanging out at bars in the summer and hearing a live band. And sometimes that was like acoustic and I had memories of that and just being able to call that up. And so for content creators like yourself, a way to discover musicians and music on the fly while I'm in the moment and I'm feeling something Um, It's huge. It's super incredible, right? Because trying to find that when you're drilling down and browsing on your phone. And then not finding it. And then not finding it. I've done that where it's like years and then all of a sudden you heard the song and I'm like, that's the one. And I was so excited. Yeah, I am the same way. And it invokes memory. Um, You know, we have neural pathways that we've built up over time that will absolutely get unlocked uh, through music. You know, music is like life, right? It's like this, these steady beats of organization, right? And, and mixed in with these different tempos of chaos, right? And so like your brain works like, like that too. And so it's just a steady stream of, of just organized mixed in with chaos can like unlock things. And I've done things like I've absolutely do this. And they're gonna be like, yeah, yeah, Amazon guy. I'm sure you've done this, but I have done things like I'm listening to music. I get in a mood and then I say, oh yeah, that's right. Alexa reorder. And I'm reordering something that I wouldn't have thought of 
because I need more of that, right? And sometimes that's like, I need more batteries or maybe I needed a food that I had offered off Amazon or maybe I'll just order my pizza, you know? But it's like in the moment there, you're, you're feeling something. And that doesn't exist in a mobile app too. Just the, the, you know, trying to switch between apps and then figure out what it is and all of those type of things. Um, it, it unlocks new in the moment uh, scenarios that didn't exist before. I talked to Roger German at Pandora, and he talked about their genome analytics that Pandora has, where they can figure out, you know, like that your taste has changed and they now know that there's a child in the house. And so they know how to, you know, advertise or play music to. I I wonder for voice, do they have something like that? It sounds like they kind of do to kind of predict who's in that household or even just that individual, because I know that you can have different profiles, but to predict who's in the household and or predict what that individual is going to anticipate. What I'd like to tell brands is to think of voice as HTML. So what I mean by that, because I, I got to see the internet grow and I was, you know, quote unquote webmaster in the early days and building web pages. And what I used to tell people is like, look, just having a web page is, is meaningless, right? And today people will find your website through an internet search. Um, it's just the tech. It's a way to communicate something. That's why Alexa works. So think of it as the interface for everything. So that doesn't change. Like what you're talking about and doing analytics, because you can use account linking as a way to say, because you want to do this, right? You want to say, oh, you know, my customers, when they're in a mobile app, do this. But I've now realized that my customer, and you'll know the demographics of your customer, because Amazon doesn't share that. You don't even hear, when you're creating skills, you'll never hear a person's voice, nothing. The, only, the way that it works is you create basically this in, uh, schema that says, these are the types of things I can do. And I want you to tell me if someone wants to do that thing. So Alexa is matching basically what people are asking and saying, oh, what Dave wants is the name of a song. And the name of the song is I call this API from that brand, right? And so think of it as the magic of it is changing natural spoken language as a way to call APIs and other nerdy computer stuff. Right, and that's really what voice is about. And so what I tell people is you can do anything you would have normally done in your mobile app and you should continue to do that. In fact, you probably have all this stuff existing server side. The true power of it is you've probably never had a customer that's talking to you in the moment. You know, and what does your brand sound like? We have this thing called Amazon Poly where you can generate voice, but we also have a thing, Amazon Poly for brands. Like we worked with KFC to do the Colonel's voice. Uh, and so you can create, like, do you want, you do not have to use Alexa's voice. Um, it does not have to be a woman's voice. And you can change that to, to whatever you want. In fact, you can say, uh, Alexa, talk to Sam, like Samuel L. Jackson can be the voice of your Alexa uh, today. Um, you know, popular customers and it's popular in, in, in my house. And so to think of voice that way. Um, that being said, you did mention voice profiles. And what's great about that is, um, this will happen automatically, although you can ask Alexa to, to voice train, but she'll start to recognize voices over time. So at, if I said something like play top hits, it's very different than my teen daughters. And so if you do have young ones, um, that's gonna be different than your voice too, which is what you want, right? You want the ability to have uh, different profiles and tastes and all of that that should happen automatically so that when you're having conversations, your suggestions are for things that you would want to play 
uh, and do. And so there is differentiation um, that way as well. Even going back, by the way, even before we had voice profiles in 2014, we launched with um, the ability to use your Amazon profile. So like you can go to Amazon. I have this set up like when we're ordering things, there's dad, mom, and kids. So that when I look at my suggestions, you know, it's not everything that my kids would order or that my wife would order. It's all the geeky tech and fitness stuff uh, for me, you know, versus, uh, you know, what my kids would order, which I won't embarrass them or, or anything, but you can imagine what, uh, you know, teen girls would order. So that stuff is carried over into uh, smart speaker as well. So my oldest is five and she talks to Alexa all the time. She figured it out fast, really, really fast. She'll talk. And I remember we, I was putting my son down for his nap and I heard her in the living room and she's like, Alexa, play music. And it started playing kids music. And this was before we yeah. set up a profile for her. It just recognized yeah. her voice. And I was like, that is awesome. Because if I had said play music, it would have given much different results, I'm sure. But it started playing Disney music, which I would never would have done on my own. And you can lock a lot of that down as a parent. It's up, you know, you can set what type of content's available. We actually have an Echo called the Kids Edition too, which as a parent, you're in full control of everything. Even the, even the types of questions they can ask is completely locked down for specific kids categories. There's games specifically tailored to kids. There's even a subscription model where you can say, I want, it's kind of like a streaming model where you get all these different skills for kids. You get audio books and music all in one kind of subscription, um, which started back when I was in the Kindle group. We, we had the same thing, free time uh, unlimited. I love that when my girls were little, where I was like, you know what? I, I can't be there monitoring all the time the type of questions they would ask, type of music they would go for, the games they would want to use. But this is Amazon has looked at this and you say the ages of your kids that you want. Unless it looks fun. It looks like a piece of candy. Yeah. I haven't, <laughs> I haven't picked that one up yet, but I probably will. I'm, is there, here's my question. Is there a way, because I would love to put it in their room, but they would talk to it incessantly at night. Is there a way to like turn it off at a certain time or just have it play music after like eight o'clock or something? Yeah, that's a great question. There may be. Because um, again, I have not used it because my kids are, are older. older. Mm -hmm. But there is, um, just like there's on our Kindle devices, the ability to say, you only get so much time per day um, and you block between. I, there may be things like that. There's probably, you could probably go and do an internet search right now for, and, and look for uh, parent controls for, for a kid's yeah. edition. I know that's something the team's thinking of. And so if it's not, there, please do talk to your Echo right now and say I have feedback and say that. Oh yeah, <laughs> right? I guess I, could I think do that. it should be. A... That would be super helpful. We haven't put it in there yet, just because of the reason of they would never go to sleep. Oh yeah, yeah. And my my girls have them, uh, and they set uh, music at night is what they stream to. So they have both have different uh, music playing and things like that. And here's a funny thing. Uh, I have done this to cheer my girls up, is that you can target devices within your own home. They used to listen to the Door of the Explorer all the time, just to like do a funny thing. They may be doing homework in their room and I'll be like, play the Door Explorer theme song on the name of my daughter's room. And like, they start laughing like, dad, but it's just like a funny way to kind of send music. You know, so you're almost gifting um, that emotion onto a device where someone, is, sometimes they listen to the whole song, they'll kind of sing along, you know? Um, but you do have the ability to do that. You have the ability to play it across all devices in the home too. We all pitch in when we're cleaning the house, uh, usually on weekends. And so we can like broadcast music to almost every room in the house, I think has an echo now at this point. 
Um, but you, you know, the ability to just kind of stream music throughout the house, you can do that stuff too. What is from, from what you've been seeing, what has been blowing your mind? What's gotten you really excited about the up and coming X? Today we can have, you know, kind of these one and done, you're asking a question or you're, you're, you're doing specific tasks, which voice is great for turn the lights on, play this music. We've been able to evolve over the past couple of years where we can have multi-turn dialogues. So I can do follow-up questions. Like I could ask for the weather and then I could say, what about tomorrow? But you're also seeing skills with that. So I, maybe I order something and then I want to ask for something else, right? I can continue to do that. You see that with games where there's context over time where you can continue uh, to game. But human beings, we live in ambiguity. Um, you know, sometimes, I mean, just look on the internet today. We don't always communicate what we're feeling or understand the other people. Um, and so we announced this technology last year called Alexa Conversations, where we're taking the full power of what we learned through deep learning uh, and other AI and neural network. Um, we're sharing that. And so we've been able to reduce the amount of sample utterances that people have had to, to write by tens and tens of thousands of lines. Um, where Alexa Conversations does things like today, everything you're getting called. Um, what's the best way I can describe? Like today, in order to interact, a human being's invoking you. But what if you're a type of skill that you, you give, uh, you, you book restaurants? Now, imagine in the future, uh, and maybe it's a COVID thing too. Maybe I want to, I want a night out that's safe. I could say something like that. Alexa conversations could figure out which, which restaurants uh, are safe, have outdoor, um, you know, seating. It can book all that for you. It could do a, a ride share for you, like an Uber or Lyft. Maybe you want to go do something else. It can figure out all of that stuff because you as a human being want to do something. And so, Skills, we do have this today where you can, uh, there's Alexa skill connections where one can call each other, but this is actually an AI invoking it based on a human being having conversation. And so I think what you're going to see moving forward is truly AI beginning to understand me as a human being more and more and starting to make connections for me. Uh, and you can use that neural network. It's a recurrent neural network. And so what will happen is we're allowing people as they create these skills is live. It continues to run through that and it figures out new things that people are asking and automatically updates and increases the accuracy. So when you create it, uh, you, there may have been questions that um, you never even thought people would ask and they're doing. And so the AI can can help you with that. So that's what's got re me really excited um, is because I think that's going to be the next level of this this stuff. When, when we announced this, the example we did was a night on the town, but there's going to be so many scenarios that people ask Alexa for that we may never even have thought of that are just going to happen naturally through this AI. Right. Because, I mean, it's it's cultural and topical and it's happening right now. Now, does this information, is this just stored within this device or is this information that you take to headquarters and it like applies to like knowing certain, uh, certain activations or trigger points for the West Coast or for the East Coast or uh, a certain nationality? Do you, do you have that capability? Uh, we haven't announced how any of that's going to work yet. It's still in in closed beta, so oh, okay. stay stay tuned. Um, I can talk. I can speak in generalities that the way that Alexa works today is it's just a connection to the internet. Um, that when stuff goes up, it's always it's not stored there locally. It's only going up to the cloud, and you're in complete control of that. By the way, you can say even from the beginning. I remember 2014, people would call up 
Amazon say, delete everything we would. Uh, it's like giving Alexa a lobotomy. She'll forget everything about you and hasn't learned anything, but you can. Um, and you, even today you could say, all sorts of interesting. Like you could say, Alexa, delete what you just heard or delete everything from today. But what I like is, what did you just hear? Uh, or you could say, why did you do that? So like, I've realized some of the things in my smart home that I named were names that were similar to just generic words. So what was interesting is like, I would say, why did you do that? And I'm like, oh, like she thought I was asking for this versus turning the light on. So I renamed things. But I find that it gets back to when I was a little kid and I was upset that people weren't as excited about technology because of that barrier. There's nothing worse than feeling like it's your fault technology making you feel stupid. So the fact that we've opened the black box so that you can say, hey, what's in, in, inside this, right? You know, um, and, and get information is empowering uh, to, you know, it's not your fault. It's, uh, it's, it's Alexa, just not understanding, you know? So I think that's, that's great. That's very exciting. There's so much more that like, I'm trying to learn about all of this. It's, it's such a learning curve, but it's so exciting and fascinating at the same time. Dave, thank you so much for joining me on the Sound and Marketing Podcast. It's been a pleasure. Thanks for having me. A lot of information to unpack, but do take the time to rewind and refer back because Dave has a lot of gold in there for us all. For more of the Sound and Marketing Podcast, don't forget to follow, subscribe, and share. You can find us on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, iHeartRadio, Pandora, and Stitcher. For inquiries on producing and developing your own podcast, or for inquiries on Sonic Branding and Sonic Branding consultation availabilities, you can find me at Dreamer Productions. That's D-R-E-A-M-R Productions.com, LinkedIn, and Facebook. You can also email me at Gina, J-E-A-N-N-A, at DreamerProductions.com. All links will be provided in the show notes. This episode was produced by Dreamer Productions and hosted, written, and edited by me, Gina Isham. Let's make this world of sound more intriguing, more unique, and more and more on brand.